Hey everybody, I hope you're having a great day. Thanks for joining our podcast. My name is Brad, and I just happen to be from probably the greatest generation. I'm Gen X. And I'm Rachel, and I'm pretty sure I'm from the greatest generation as a millennial. Whatever. Anyway, you're listening to our brand new bi-weekly podcast of That's, That's okay. okay. This is a podcast where we'll explore a variety of topics and see them from two different generational perspectives. That's right. We're going to discuss pretty much anything that piques our interest. That could be from technology to music, the paranormal, and yeah, probably even Bigfoot. Well, regardless of the topic, we'll keep it fun and entertaining. That's right. There's no doubt we certainly won't agree on everything, but you know, we can always agree to disagree, and that's, that's okay. okay. All right, so this week we're going to be discussing generational differences. Uh, we're going to share a bit about ourselves and each other so that we can really kind of see the different times that we grew up and get to know each other a little better. Also, I think Rachel has some sort of silly game for me to play where I'm probably right. going to have to guess whatever some acronyms or whatever some street slang the kids use these days. But that's all right, because the joke's going to be on her because I happen to have my own little game that we're going to play later. And we're going to test some of her knowledge on uh, some of the cool things that we grew up with as Gen X. So, listen, you're not going to want to miss this debut episode, so make yourself comfortable, grab a drink, grab a snack, and get ready to get into the very first episode of That's Okay. Now let's roll. All right. Welcome to That's Okay. Here uh, we are. Yeah, here we are. It's been a long time coming. Uh, yes, it's it's been a while. <laughs> it's, it's been a while. For those of you who don't know, we've been planning this for a long time, and we've yeah. attempted to record it. Several times. Yes. I mean, this has probably been in the works for like a, I mean, I guess we've been in talks for like a year, but yeah, we've recorded one yeah. once. So lots, lots of uh, behind the scenes footage for y'all. Welcome back to round two <laughs> yes. of which you never saw round one. Yes. Well, I don't know if anyone will ever see round one. Maybe bits <laughs> and pieces. Maybe, maybe one day. All right. So, uh, so let's talk a little bit about the podcast. Obviously it's generational differences. Mm -hmm. I'm Gen X. You're a millennial. Right. Um, Let's talk a little bit about how we know each other. Yeah. So my cousin is your wife. So I guess that would make you cousin-in-law. That's, that's right. If that's a thing. Yes. My wife's uncle is your father. Because yes. your father and my father-in-law are brothers. Yes. This is true. Yep. From a large family. Yeah, it's pretty large. There's a lot of brothers. Yeah. One sister. Yes. I feel sorry for your grandmother. I mean... <laughs> Just saying. She went through a lot. Yeah, she did. She did. But yeah, that's, so that's how we know each other. So the good part about this is being from different generations, we're going to have different points of view on things that, Correct. that um, you know. It'll be interesting to yeah. explore and see where your thoughts lie on specific topics mm -hmm. as we go through some of these cool episodes. Yeah, so for sure. I want to define real quick for those listening, uh, a Gen, Gen X, which is me, um, is pretty much referred to born between the years of 1965 and mm -hmm. 1980. Mm -hmm. So I'm 1970, so I'm I'm a little bit into that Gen X. Right. Um, and uh, I know you came up with a quick list of what you thought of yeah. stereo stereotyping a Gen X would be. So let's run through some of that. So some of the stereotypes that I found were cynical. Correct. <laughs> sarcastic. Absolutely. Sarcastic. Lots of TV, like because they're also called the MTV generation. We are called the MTV generation. Um, I didn't have MTV. 
uh, because my parents didn't believe in paying for television. They only mm. received what came in over the little airwaves. So, but a lot of my friends had cable and stuff. So I got to see MTV at their house. And it was pretty cool. Yeah. I dug it. We had to wait for Friday night videos, which is came on like Friday at 10 o'clock and played like an hour or two hours huh. of music videos on probably, I think it was like our channel five at the time. Really? And that's the only way I got to see music videos unless I was at somebody's house. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't even know about that. Yeah. How crazy. Also, nostalgic. Yeah, we are nostalgic. We we like to uh, reminisce about the good old mm -hmm. days. And something on there that I thought was pretty cool was that they were also referred to as latchkey kids, like really self-sufficient kids, like like mom and dad both work, work working, mm -hmm. so the kid would have to yeah. you know, be a little bit more reliant. Yeah, that I think that definitely was more common in my generation, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I guess the previous generation's dad went to work. Mom was the stay-at-home mom. Right. Why that was, you know, the stereotype, typical. Um, more of the moms worked in probably my generation, um, and that may have something to do with trying to keep up with the Joneses. More, more income. Yeah, more you're, stuff yeah, to you're do. probably right. Uh, my mom, she went to work. Uh, she mm -hmm. worked when I was a kid, but her office was in her house for a long time. She sold insurance, so it wasn't until much later that she actually they bought and created an office elsewhere. I was a teenager at that point, so right. So my mom had to put up with me. I wasn't a last kid. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, well, that kind of goes into this next one. So Gen, I was Googling, and it came up with the autofill of Gen X's tired. Exhausted. <laughs> so Tired of everything. So, and not just physically tired, just tired of things in general. Right. All the silliness that I the just, world has become. I thought that was too funny. It's yeah. like right on the money. <laughs> yeah. So, well, you know what? Okay. So I looked up. Millennial, because I want right. to make sure I knew what a millennial was. Which is 81 through 96, for yeah. those y'all listening. 81 through 96, also known as Gen Y. Right. But I think we all call you guys millennials. Right. So um, <laughs> a couple of stereotypes. Here's kind of what I think of. I think most of us think of Gen X guys and girls think of when we think of millennial. Uh, we think of entitled. You know, kind of feel like everything's given to them. Probably yeah. spoiled, I guess, would be hmm. a good, uh, good definition for that. Uh, confident, though. Millennials are definitely confident. Confident they can conquer yeah. the world and do anything they want to do. Because <laughs> our parents told us that we can be anything, <laughs> anything we want to be, and we're we special. <laughs> yeah, there's a book called Why You Can't Be Anything You Want to Be. Great book, very inspirational. That's anyway, <laughs> I have another book, another book we can talk about sometime called Aim Low. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so uh, confident narcissists, definitely. Uh, I see hmm. that. I think they're sheltered. Yeah. They're protected. They I, don't, I would agree with that. I definitely feel like I was sheltered growing up, for yeah, sure. I feel like parents don't want that their kids that are raising those kids to experience all the bad things, which unfortunately mm -hmm. I think has a can have a, a reverse uh, reaction to what they were trying to do. Yeah, um, for sure. Empathetic, though. I do find that millennials are very empathetic. They're very pro-supporting other people in a mm -hmm. cause. Yeah. Definitely out for a cause. And then I think... They're kind of the generation of participation trophies. Yeah. I mean, I see that last one, though. I just I really feel like that's how millennial parents feel. So, like, if you're, like, on the tail end, of, on the other end of millennial where you are you have your own kids, that you want them to have that sort of participation you, you, Yeah, you may be right. Thing. It may be more prominent in the following generation. 
mm-hmm. but it was brought on by a lot of the millennials. But you know, it's probably <laughs> I'm going to share the blame. It was probably brought on by a lot of Gen Xers too. Really? Uh, yeah, because you know they don't. Nobody likes it when their you know their kids learn that you know they they can't win everything. Yeah, it it stinks. I get that, but at the same point in time, what lesson are you really teaching your child about life? Right, and that, that's something that kids should learn though that sometimes things aren't going to go their way and Correct. aren't you know they're not going to have everything they want are you because sure you're a millennial i have been told i'm an old soul so <laughs> old soul. <laughs> maybe that's what it is or yeah. maybe it's just because i work with kids so like i have a like a kind of a different viewpoint than a lot of other millennials because i feel like i wasn't the same way 10 years ago right like as far as the way i see things and i don't know if that's just because being around kids and i've had to think of things in a different way so i can make sure that they're successful right and if maybe that's part of it i don't know <laughs> strange we'll get into that another time <laughs> so we can talk a little bit about um ourselves how we grew up i grew up um native texan mm-hmm. um my mom and dad still together 57 years i guess i don't wow. know long time longer than i can count um, and so when I grew up, um, you know, we took a lot of family trips together. We did a lot of things. My parents were strong believers in, um, you know, family is the most important thing. Yeah. Um, they didn't necessarily like things that took away from family time. Um, I can I, agree with that on my end too. We never really, we were never part of like Boy Scouts, mm-hmm. um, which I, I always thought would be fun. Boy Scouts. We never really did much with sports. The sports thing, maybe just because that wasn't our interest. We were more music-oriented as a right. family. Um, but, yeah, that was, uh, I don't know. I mean, it was fun to have those activities, but I guess they assumed I would get social at school itself yeah. in recess. I didn't need all the other stuff. So so very family-oriented, but very music-oriented, too. Mm-hmm. My parents had a family band growing up. Mom played piano organ she plays auto harp she i don't know a lot of different things sings my dad played bass he plays guitar uh sings as well my brother plays drums and guitar um i play guitar and um saxophone when i was in band Mm -hmm. in school i was a i was a band geek (laughs) um but you know saxophone was cool you know back then it still is cool cool. it still is it's a cool instrument cool so uh i'll never forget my uh dad gave me a guitar when i was eight I think I was eight and said, Hey, we don't have a lead guitarist. So it's time for you to figure this out. And he quickly taught me how to play tequila on the guitar. Mm. Great song. Maybe highly inappropriate right now for my age at eight years old. But anyway, (laughs) um, I learned to play it and kind of took off from there. So good time. So tell me about yours. What's your family like? Well, I I know your family, but tell me about your childhood. I was kind of disconnected. I've known you since you were two or three. Right. But you know, I've kind of, I've erased a lot of that. Mm. So how was it? I mean, I guess similar as far as like family is most important and not, you know, wanting to take away from that. I mean, I did do like, like I played a few sports and stuff as a kid, like outside of it. Um, But we weren't super music oriented. We were more like going to the movies and movies and TV type of people, like more visual than audio, I guess. Yeah. Um, Like we would just, we would go to the movies a lot and rent movies. I mean, we still do. I mean, we still have movie nights and stuff like that and are always looking for a different show to watch and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, definitely family-oriented. family, family oriented. And, I, and I think that that just comes from the larger-scale family. Like, we always have get-togethers, and we probably spend more time than we should all together. I mean, you would agree. I, I agree. I've <laughs> I been agree. to I definitely don't pretty much do. been to all of those. 
Yeah. So, I mean, we're pretty close as a family in general. So that's always been the most important thing. Um, but I mean, I, as far as like going back to the millennial thing about being sheltered, like I definitely feel like I was sheltered and I don't think it was like, I, I def, it was, it was just like a way for my parents to just make sure that I like stay like the young innocence of childhood as long as possible, which I mean is completely understandable. Sure. No, uh, I get that. Cause look at you now. <laughs> they did, they did the best they could. Yeah. Uh, I pulled through. Yeah, no, <laughs> I think I pulled sure. her, but I, but yeah, I definitely feel sheltered because I remember, like, because I I went to private school when I was younger, just up until sixth grade, and then when I I remember going from sixth grade private school to seventh grade public school, and it was just almost culture shock. I mean, it's not like I didn't know some of these people, but it was just some right. stuff that they were talking about and like the, the clothes people were wearing because we had uniforms and yeah. it was just completely totally different. different. And I was like, whoa, this is the so, first time my eyes opened from that. So you were also, you're adopted. I am adopted, but I was adopted at birth. So it's not like it had like a super large, significant moment on my life because, right. you know, I've known it forever. Like one of my earliest memories was going to my mom while she was washing dishes and just saying, mom, am I adopted? And she just kind of looked down at me and, yep. And I was like, okay. And just <laughs> went back and no went on deal. playing. Yeah, it wasn't a big deal. I mean, but they look different enough that it's not something that could have just been hidden. Right. So, uh, but it, it was never made a big deal. Like, there was, they were never trying to hide it. Right. And just be like, well, wait till she's 18 to tell her or anything like that. I mean, it was something that I've known my whole life. That's very cool. So, that's cool. They didn't try and hide it, you know. Yeah. Um. So, and it. You know, at that point, I guess it, you, they are your parents. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Like, I, they're my parents, my family. Like, I don't know anything different. And pff, honestly, like, I don't want to know anything different. I, I'm in a great you say life. that now. No, no. <laughs> say that. But no. Yeah, no. No, I mean, they're my parents, they're my family, and I couldn't ask for anything better. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah. All right. So, that's a little bit about us. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of where we come from, our background, our differences. Mm -hmm. So uh, tell us, what else, what are we going to talk about today on this podcast? Now that everybody's gotten to know us a little bit, what are we talking about? Well, just some differences between like where things were to where they are now. I mean, what is an invention that you remember growing up that just made such a huge impact on your life and just changed society? I mean. Easy. Mm. Walkman. The Walkman. The Walkman. <laughs> Man. When I could carry all my music, well, not all my music, but a nice, cool mixtape that I could make myself <laughs> of my music, you know, I wasn't just having to listen to, you know, one, you know, a whole album at a time and carry it with me everywhere I went was amazing. I used to go on long road trips because my parents used to take long vacations in the summer. And, you know, what, what teenage kid didn't want to spend three months uh, with their parents during the summer while kids were out playing and you right? were stuck in exactly. a car. So, so <laughs> sometimes the Walkman was all I had, right? So, I mean, and I, I loved it. It was such a great, uh, being into music, mm -hmm. I mean, it was huge for me. So I think the Walkman made a really big difference on my personal, on my generation, being able to take right. those things with us. 
So how'd you even make that mixtape? Please tell me that you like recorded it from the radio and absolutely, like, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. So when you listen to a ta- a mixtape from the '80s, you you only get you miss like the first five seconds of every song, <laughs> and then like five seconds at the end because you know the DJ always seems to like to talk all the way up uh-huh. till the vocals start. So sometimes you know you just have to record the DJ. That's great, you know. But uh, yeah, that's how you did it. You listen to the top forty or the top twenty on uh, Saturday or Sunday morning, and you go. Oh, I know my song's coming up, and you, you put it on pause, and you'd unpause it, and you'd record it, and man, you could listen to that song over and over again until your heart was content. Man, I remember doing ringtones like that when phones started coming out more. When I had a phone, anyway, I was like, okay, everybody be quiet, everybody be quiet, my song's coming on, and like, <laughs> recording it, and be like, all right, that's my new ringtone, I got it, it's my jam. So, are you going to say then phones, probably? Probably. Phones, for cell sure. Cell phones. Yeah. Not, not phones in general, but cell phones. She's I, not that old. No, I'm not that old. <laughs> phones, because I'm like three. Smartphones. <laughs> no, yeah, smartphones, for sure, because I, I remember, I mean, I wasn't able to get a phone until I could pay for it myself right. with my babysitting money, and um, yeah, so it was a big deal, because I remember, you know, not having them, and then I'm getting into middle school, and like the Razor was really popular. Mm. Like that was the cool phone to have. That and phone would still be cool if they kept making. It. They actually they did do. re-release they it. They do. They re-released yeah. it. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, that was a big deal. Um, yeah, the main smartphones and stuff like the iPhones and stuff kind of came out a little later when I was in high school, but it was just. I mean, you were cool if you had the the newest phone and this and that. But that probably made the biggest impact for sure. Right. Um, just as far as like having the like high speed internet in your pocket. Instant access exactly. to just about anything mm. you want to know in the palm of your hand. Wild. Yeah. Maybe dangerous. Maybe. It is. Probably. It is. But I mean, I feel like sometimes though that made people a little bit lazier because the, I mean, if, it, if you just wanted to know something, all you have to do is just look it up real quick instead of like having to take a note and be like, all right, I'm going to go search for that at another time. Right. But you can just pull out your phone and say, I wonder who did this and what's that about? I mean, right. you know. So what about um, television? What was your favorite show from, you would say, your era? Maybe Man. teenage years. So really. I was, <laughs> I watched Disney Channel a lot. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was I really loved Disney Channel movies, like all the old ones, like Halloween Town and all that type of stuff. I don't think you know what I'm talking Never about, but you might no. know what I'm talking about. Y'all listening, man, I'm still big into Disney Channel movies. Disney Plus, that's where it's at right now. Mm. I watch all those old ones because I mean, just they're so cheesy and campy, and it's great. Even my mother watches them. That's but, interesting. Well, yeah, see, once again, I didn't have cable. So there was no well, Disney Channel at my house. And I don't even think Disney Channel was... Let's put it this way. That's another invention that happened during my generation was cable television. Yeah. We didn't have cable growing up. I mean, up until, what, late 70s, whenever you... Even then, they would broadcast... You had to get a, de- a decoder box that you'd oh. put on top of your television. And at, like, 10 o'clock on Saturday nights... Um, if you had this decoder box, you could tune into some UHF channel, 27, 33, whatever it may be, and they'd send out this scrambled signal. Oh. And if you had the decoder box, you could be watching these cool movies and stuff. Um, and then, of course, later on, it turned into cable television where, you know, it was just 24-7 stuff. But they didn't even had satellites where people would put these huge satellites to bring in all these channels. Wow. Um, so, yeah, so we, we, and I didn't have 
Disney. But for, <laughs> for me, I had whatever was on network television. Right. And uh, man, is it is a as a boy growing up in the eighties, late seventies, eighties, we uh, Duke's a hazard. <laughs> oh man, what a great show that was! Yeah. Bo and Luke Duke and Daisy. I mean, come on, Daisy Dukes. That's yeah, where like, that comes yeah, from, right? That's right. You know, um, but that or a hot Saturday night had Love Boat and Fantasy Island. Mm, never watched those. Good shows. Man, I'm gonna have to watch those because this isn't the first time you talked about them. Well, <laughs> no, they were they were good, but there were so many other this. great great. Uh, you know, and one I know you know just because your parents are well versed in this is WKRP in Cincinnati. Oh yeah, I like that. Probably one of my favorite sitcoms of all time. Mm. Well, you know, like. The, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. We with a lot of the stuff that we watched that I have a lot more memories of watching is like Andy Griffith. Andy Griffith, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, we we watched that a lot. And Perry Mason, like we still watch a lot of Perry Mason. I um, never watched. We didn't watch Perry Mason. We didn't watch really. I guess my parents may have watched Columbo. Oh yeah, we still watch Columbo. It's on Sunday nights. <laughs> yes, I wouldn't. I <laughs> we wouldn't watch know. Columbo every Sunday. I mean, my parents watched Dallas. Yeah, you know, my mom. My mom was big in it. Yeah, Dallas. I mean that's the only reason we ever we've got our first VCRs because we, we used to go <laughs> to a to a lake on uh, the weekends. I mean, we'd leave on Friday night. And my mom didn't want to miss Dallas, so she bought my dad a VCR for Christmas so she could tape it for him. She bought or tape tape it for he, for her him yes. for her him yeah. for her correct. <laughs> I got you this present so you can make so things can, for me so you can record <laughs> Dallas, and that's how that worked. So, um, but yeah. Video recorders. That was another great invention from yeah. my era. Man, we had the best. Well, you could record television for crying out loud. That's How wild. cool is that? I still have some uh, VHSs of stuff that I recorded on Disney Channel. <laughs> Perfect. Like all my Disney Channel movies. That's how I watch them. Like even up until recently, until until my godson put a pop tart in my VCR uh, VHS player, Man. I still was watching all my recordings. Still. Well, who didn't put Pop-Tarts in their VCRs? I'm telling you. It happens. <laughs> Too funny. So, um, let's see. So, we, we talked about television. We talked about mm-hmm. uh, phones, obviously, kind of thing. What about gaming? Are you big into gaming? Well, I, I mean, most of the gaming and stuff I did was at other people's houses. So, mm. I would go to my cousin's house and really? play Nintendo 64 that apparently... You own. Believe that was ours. <laughs> yes. That somehow made it way over there. Weird. But yeah, Super Mario that, 64 like, was awesome. Well, we'd play that. Um, uh, uh, Goldeneye. Yes. Man. Yes, we would play that it's one, the James Bond one, because that was man. That's just the one that we were hooked on. We were always play that, but it was only like one f- player, so we couldn't. We'd have to take turns. It was two player. <laughs> well, you we didn't split screen. We didn't do that. Or maybe it was two player and she was just being sly and be like, oh yeah, we can only play one at a time. <laughs> or we only had one re- controller or something. Oh, yeah, either way, either way, we took turns a lot and it was really fun. I, I have distinct memories playing that game. But I, I mean, other than that, we didn't really get too much. But what about you? Uh, yeah, I mean, my generation is the generation of Atari mm. uh, in television, Pong, all those, which is a lot of fun. My my dad did not believe in video games really. Um, so I didn't own a video game machine until, uh, well, the exception, of the, he did own a Radio Shack version of Pong uh, at one point. But until I could save my own money and buy a video game mm. system, we never had one. Instead, he thought he would uh, make us smarter, and he bought us a TI-99-4A, which is a home computer that was uh, marketed, uh, obviously, Texas Instruments, but um, they used Bill Cosby was their... Okay. They're a big marketing guy for that. And uh, it was a lot of fun because, honestly, the TI-99 4A had great games. 
Hmm. Better like graphics. What? What play? Parsec. Oh, Tunnels of Doom. <laughs> Hunt the Wumpus. Such a good game. Oh, I actually have like great. a. I actually have like a uh, an emulator just so I can play Hunt the Wumpus. That's amazing. It's a great game. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I had to go to all my friends' houses mm-hmm. to play Atari, Nintendo, and all those sorts of things. But now, because I was deprived of them as a child, I own every single one of those systems. All <laughs> of them. All everything. everything. I buy Anything it all. Anything you can name, you got. I have it. Yeah, yeah but how even, often do you play it? Never. never. But I have it. <laughs> never. I, mean, I have everything from. Pong to I don't know PS4 PS5 when it comes out to Oculus VR headsets to mm. all of it. Speaking of VR, mm. Virtual Boy that you own, I own two. Yeah, <laughs> two Virtual two? Boys. Correct. Oh my gosh! So for y'all that don't know, oh my dad boy. made a trade with a good him trade for our Virtual Boy for I don't know what for something, but now Doesn't our Virtual Boy is here, and now I'm finding out you have two. Well, I found wow. one in an estate sale. Well, either, so we could just play side by side, not have to interact. We just be playing virtual boy. Yeah, we, we could. We could both have migraines and be cross-eyed. It's perfect. Yes. Man, I was cross-eyed every because <laughs> I would sit it. and play that game for hours at a time, and then get up and be like, "This is what real world looks like." Yeah, man, yeah. I love that game. And then uh, much later, I I got into uh, my favorite video game was always Star Wars, the original Star Wars stand up video arcade game. I, when I yeah. go to an arcade, there was Circus Circus in Las Vegas had one. And whenever really? you're whenever you're 16 years old and you can't really go into the casinos, uh, and your parents are going to do stuff, you go to Circus Circus, and there's like it's like a kid wonderland. I mean, they have every video game, mm. they have all kinds of stuff going on. But they had Atari, the Atari Star Wars, and man played that so much so much until when my wife and i finally built a game room that was the very first game i bought i remember y'all having mm-hmm. that that was a fun game mm-hmm. yeah i got it uh and it's still a favorite game i'm sad i got rid of it but, yeah but uh, i moved into pinball and it was it was all over from there mm. so well maybe you'll get it again one day eventually All right, so we got our conversation starter game going on here. Awesome. Okay, so our questions are, oh, I see. Okay, I'm seeing the questions now. Did I, And I chose these? You, you did. Great. You chose the first three. I you chose not. your three. <laughs> I don't remember these at all. Okay, so it must have been very late at night. It, I think it was. All right, so, okay, so conversation starters. So here is my question. Mm-hmm. If you could be somebody else for 24 hours, who would you be? Man, so when I first looked at this, I was kind of stressing because I wasn't sure if I wanted to do something like, oh, I can be this really rich person and then just for 24 hours and then I'll send myself a lot of money and come back into myself and then I'm rich. But then I was like, no, I mean, I I wouldn't want to do all that, like ruin someone else's life. So I was like, well, maybe I could just be a younger version of myself, like go back and make some smarter choices on things or you know, because looking back, there's some pivotal moments and pivotal, you know, life decisions that at the time didn't seem that big of a deal. But looking back, it's just crazy. So maybe just my younger self and making some different choices there. What about you? That sounds good. We had a special guest in the studio. You might have heard her in the background. Chinging <laughs> her. That was my dog, Lucy. Yep, she came she for was, some uh, pets. <laughs> she was getting a little petting there. So she <laughs> made a little jingle with her, uh, mm-hmm. her little necklace there. Uh, for me, I, I'm, you know, I don't know. That seems very thoughtful, and that's very nice of you. Not me at all. <laughs> I, I am going to do something, you know, 
I'm going to choose somebody that has the life I always thought I wanted. Mm. You know, I mean, I'm happy with my life now. Uh, I mean, I'm in a good spot, but I wonder, you know, if I had actually followed through and really focused on being a musician, songwriter, singer, whatever, yeah. where would that be? So I'm probably going to choose somebody like one of my idols, like James Taylor. Right. Um, or, you know, like Joe Bonamassa, great guitarist, and just live 24 hours in their shoes and see what that life is really like, mm. you know, um, see what it's like with all the concerts and the the grind of the media. And, I'm sure it's and crazy. I'm sure it is. So <laughs> I, I figure 24 hours would probably be enough mm -hmm. of that, but I'd like to, I would do that to see what it's going to be like. Hmm, very cool. Well, my question for you is if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Mm, I'm probably going to say, and narrowing it down to one, probably fly. Just That's to cool. be able to up and take off and fly somewhere, especially I'm in a quick escape. <laughs> I'm in Fort Worth, Texas right now, and it's 100 degrees. So yeah. if I could get anywhere that's not 100 degrees quickly, it would be awesome. Um, just you know, yes, I mean, would. that would be that would be so cool to have. Other than that, I, you know, being invisible would be really cool mm. too. I mean, just think about it. You could just you're in a large crowd. You're just tired, chatting. <laughs> you could just disappear. Still well, I mean, everything is going. You're still there. You're still listening. You get, you know, partake. You just, yeah. nobody knows. And you're just <laughs> doing your own thing. Nobody's bothering you. Oh, yeah, that's it. Nobody's bothering you. <laughs> Man. What I, about you? Yeah, I guess mine would be telekinesis. Like, a, that just seems so cool to me to be able to move stuff with your mind. That's mm. so wild. I don't think I would want to read my, uh, for a long time it was read minds, but then I saw this one episode of Buffy when she just went crazy because everybody's thoughts were like, intruding in her head and she just went absolutely crazy so i don't think i want that <laughs> yeah i don't i don't think i'd want to know what uh everything everybody's thinking uh, i mean sometimes i do because sometimes people say things that they don't mean or or vice versa like they don't say it, you know you know it's called about. facebook what what oh <laughs> oh no, never just, mind just, where you can just say anything without accountability got it I guess <laughs> you're you're on a computer but somewhere far away. If you're if you're face to face, it's a quick, easy throat punch away. Throat you just <laughs> put it into it real quick. Man, I'm just I'm just always stuck on telekinesis. Yeah, we're just not even gonna. Yeah, get in no, there. telekinesis just, is good. It's all okay. about moving stuff, and maybe that's just the lazy in me. <laughs> yeah, like, eh. yeah, maybe so. Mm. So uh, you know, if you could write your own law that everyone had to follow, what would it be? That everyone had to follow, man. Stop getting so offended over stuff. Got it. Because it just it just drives me crazy how... How are you going to enforce this law? Back to throat punching, I guess. <laughs> Back to the throat punch, it's always... It just it drives quick, me crazy so much when... Because when, I won't be saying anything that I feel like I'm going out of my way to hurt someone's feelings. But when people just take everything I'm saying personally, it drives me up the wall. Yeah. Sometimes I mean, it's not always about you. Well, right. I understand that. I understand that, but I'm just saying, I mean. No, no, I'm saying from there, it's sometimes when you say something, it's not always about that person. You know, sometimes yeah, you and can when, just say things. And when you do things and just get so offended by stuff, it just, I can't. Welcome to our current culture. Yeah. Welcome. What a miserable life it must be for people that wake up and all they can do is trying to think of something they can be offended by. <sighs> this is a whole other episode. Oh, yeah, we'll, we we'll say that. That's. So if you could write your own law, what would it be? Oh, that everyone my. had to follow. Had to follow. They were, 
do not repercussions if they didn't follow it do not go slow in the left lane no really at least you got to at least do the speed limit in the left hand lane or you're you just explode exactly i mean if you're being passed on the right then there's something wrong with you yeah and you know what's funny because you watch these people they sit over there doing five or ten under the speed limit and cars are just zipping by them on the right they don't even know it's like they don't notice or it's just (laughs) they're just doing it out of spite well, just saying, they deserve to blow up. I had a hard day, and now everyone else will have a hard day. <laughs> Why ruin everybody else's day? Some people are like what that. What gives you that right? I don't know. That's a whole other podcast. Whole anyway. Nother, we're getting into a lot of episodes those are controversial. here. Stay tuned. Those are Go <laughs> ahead and subscribe so that you can- If you uh, want to hear the controversial podcast, we, yeah. we'll put those somewhere else. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> So, uh, okay. We'll yeah. See. What else? What else? What do you so got? that kind of goes into this next one. What are some pet peeves? I mean, other than driving in the, in the left lane. Um, people that are slow, mm-hmm. and I mean slow with certain tasks that should just be done. I guess hey. I move at a different pace than everybody <laughs> else. I have a strong sense of urgency. When I want to get somewhere, I get somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I can point A to point B it. But, you know, if I want to take my time and go see things along the way, that's fine. But, you know, like you earlier, whenever I'm trying hey. to get you to, <laughs> oh to fix our little screensaver, and I'm like, uh, all you have to do is right click and just t- unlock your taskbar. You. And you're just like, I'm just like, what are you it's doing? because you're like, getting frustrated. And I, and I was just, I, all the knowledge I had on how to do it just went out of my head because you're, I was getting flustered because you're getting oh. upset. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, I don't understand. It's, just it's a big cycle. Fix it. That's all it is. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know. Pet peeves. Anything's a pet peeve anymore. Any, I just anything and everything. Where does the throat punch come in? Do I get to do that anytime soon? I mean, not on me. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, thank you. Just made me feel better, I guess. Mm. No, um, yeah, I don't know. I it could be a laundry list of things. There's too many to pick. What about you? All things. That's what <laughs> all of it. Everything is a pet everything peeve. is irritating. Matt, the for me the biggest thing is just stuff around eating. It just really gets me. People that smack when they eat, it's like, ugh, hate it. Yeah. And just noisy eating in general and eating with your mouth open. Yeah, it needs just, to stop. I mean, I don't, are, you look like a cow. <laughs> you just look just, like you're a cow grazing when you're chewing with your mouth open. And it's just so gross to me. I do not want to see your chewed up food. And it's just so gross to me. Ugh. Man. I don't and, blame you. Yeah, it's it's gross. It's I don't gross. want to see it either. There's a uh, phobia for that. People that don't like the sound of other people eating. I think it's like misophobia. I don't know what it is, but I'm probably that. Um, you're there too? Yeah, it just drives me nuts. Or well, you're just irritated by everything. I think I'm just irritated <laughs> by everything, so that's why it drives me nuts. Yeah. Man, yeah, that it just oh, I just cannot stand it. Uh, it drives me nuts. Okay. Mm. So another thing is yeah. specifically with kids, mm. um, just straight up disrespect and just um talking back because i cannot stand it i mean i'll be in a good mood having a great day and all of a sudden someone's just well you know what and just d- being disrespectful mm. and i'm excuse me you this want is, you want to try that again this is one of the times <laughs> we don't use a throat punch in case you're listening yeah, you can't exactly. can't do that not, <laughs> yeah, not here no, no throat punching children but i just man it just immediately floors me and i'm mm-mm, nope we're just going to try that again. We're going to have a good day and we're going to get it together because I just don't matter who it is. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The kids can be unruly. I don't know how you do that part of it. I just, I can't, uh, I just don't have patience, I guess. It, it really just depends for me. I mean, I, on the, 
um it's mostly the age group who i have the more most patience for so i do i have kindergarten where i'm at so i have the patience for the littles because they don't know any better they're only five but as soon as i get with the 13 and 14 year olds and they start having some attitude mm, 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 nope no patience because they know better it's got to be tough now dealing with kids because when i was a kid i'm sure i was very unruly my parents would probably tell you i was i think i turned out great but anyway um (laughs) in whenever i went to school my parents would literally tell the principal listen if he gets out of line you take him down and you whip him right and whip him good (laughs) and then call me because when he gets home we're gonna whip him again that's right (laughs) and our and man every year i made that trip uh, you know, I didn't get in trouble that often, but once a year, it was like I went down there and that man, they had a, a big old wooden paddle that they would whip you with and yeah. it had holes drilled in it. So, so that it way, better for, air. Air, yeah, better aerodynamics, <laughs> man. They didn't want to slow it down. Is this coming towards your bottom? Oh man. And, uh, I got them. And then when I got home, it was even worse. Those days are there. I feel like most parents now, they don't want anybody touching their kid. And I get it. I mean, there's. There's definitely yeah. a line there between abuse and discipline. For sure, for sure. But, um, I mean, let's see how, okay, how is time out working for all these people? Look at what's going on in the world today. Yeah. Can't put everybody in time out. Exactly. Sometimes you just have to, you have to suck it up and give them the paddle mm-hmm. with the holes in it. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. I'm, I'm there. I I'm not sure you're a millennial if you agree with that. I, well, I mean, I got whooped for sure. I mean, it just, it really just depends on the situation and the kid, I feel. Well, yeah. Some kids just don't respond to that at all. So it really just kind of, you know. I think I didn't respond to it either, but my dad was like, well, I'll just whip you harder. (laughs) You (laughs) just need more weapons. That's That's what it is. That's how it was in my house. So uh, I probably had ADHD or whatever they want to claim kids have these days. And my dad did have a medication for it. It was leather. (laughs) And he wore it around his waist. (laughs) Huh. And and it was administered (laughs) fairly often. Man, that's so great. Yeah, so that's all going on. So my last pet peeve is when people don't wash their hands after going to the bathroom. That's right there. so That's gross. And if gross. and if I'm in the vicinity and you're you know in the bathroom and I don't hear that water running, I will ask you if you washed your hands afterwards because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be hanging out and yeah. just, I'm not gonna be in that the is gross. vicinity of those germs. No I know what you. you've touched, and I <laughs> and don't. I don't. Wanna... I don't want any part of it at all. <laughs> I don't no want to be touching it too. So <laughs> you wash your hands. Good Man, advice, everybody. So Wash true. your hands. Mm, mm. All right. So uh, let's see. What else do I have on here? Let, um, what is your most used emoji? Emoji. That's those little funny things that yeah. you see in your I, text, mm. in case you don't know. Um, my most used one is probably going to be the laughing, crying one, where mm. he's kind of turned to the side and his eyes are squeezed shut. That one. Got it. You say a lot of funny things, I guess. I'm hilarious. <laughs> I'm so funny. I'm sure a lot of people don't think I'm funny, but I have documented proof that I am from fifth grade. Oh, really? Yes. We had to do for Valentine's Day, write just one word thing, just saying about each person in the classroom, just a little thing like friendly, stuff like that. And probably 90% of them is hilarious, so funny. So I have, you know, proof that yeah, i'm hilarious but this hilarious. was also like 20 years ago so i don't know how funny i am now <laughs> yeah, you know some people still find you funny mm, i guess maybe yeah Crickets. maybe <laughs> yep anyway <laughs> uh so what's yours uh, what's your most used 
Uh, mine is the uh, winky, the wink, wink, nudge, nudge guy. Because I'm always saying something sarcastic or something mm. with some sort of innuendo. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, so mine is probably going to be that particular one, yeah. followed by the laughing guy too, mm. because you know it's all in good fun. Exactly. And I, I'm the type of person that when I'm texting, sometimes I'll have I like put LOL in a lot of my texts just so that they know that I'm right. not. Because sometimes it's hard to decide like discern it's, what people are saying i think that leads to a tone. lot of the problems so i say lol just on a lot of things yeah. so that people know i'm it's all in good fun yeah i think that's a lot of the problems you can't mm -hmm. you can't it's hard to tell tone from a text so i do the same thing. i'll put lol and the laughing face just <laughs> in case they missed the lol and a gift followed was just laughing yeah. <laughs> you know all kinds of stuff we right. just want no you know miscommunication right yeah it's so. all funny <laughs> all right so you got one last question i for do me. what is this so what is your go-to movie or tv series like so, so what's something that you just kind of either just play in the background all the time or something you've seen a million times that you just can't ever get over um uh, well my wife will tell you because you know a lot of times i'll eat lunch or whatever and i'll just watch something because i you know i work from home and so you need that break. You need to get mm -hmm. away from Otherwise, I'll just sit there at my desk and work all the way through lunch. So sometimes I'll go out and I'll fix lunch and I'll just, you know, put something on just to take my brain off of it. And and it's probably more than anything, it's Friends. Oh, I love Friends. Which is funny. I never watched Friends when it was actually on the really? air. I never saw an episode. I only saw it in reruns. Mm -hmm. um, but I've seen every episode now, and it's just I can check out, I can laugh. Mm -hmm. You know, you you get very attached to those characters for sure. For and sure, and so I one. can if that's on, I could I could I can watch that, and I can watch it any episode doesn't matter. And yeah, I, and I'll enjoy it, and I'll still laugh. Yeah, I hear you. That that is a good one. Yeah, I like that one. And for like a movie that I'll always watch if it's on, probably one of my favorite movies of all time is A League of Their Own really yeah oh, no, i like weird. that one that's a yeah for a guy probably that's weird but i, I don't know absolutely it's, pretty, adore. it's got some funny lines in it, it it's 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 really funny i yeah. absolutely adore that movie yeah it's a good one it's yeah. a really good one i like that one too how about you um so my go-to tv series probably trailer park boys i know it's like strange Never to hear it. from some from me i guess when i tell people that they're like are you serious <laughs> never seen that moment it's <laughs> don't even know what it's about kind of it's so it's about this staged reality show like it's i mean it's scripted but it makes you think that it's a reality show of these people that live in a trailer park in canada and just all the shenanigans and stuff that they get into and it's so funny to me because i mean obviously it's fake but it's a little crude but i just it's so hilarious mm. just so, some of the stuff that they get into and right man i just love it <laughs> what about a what about a movie a movie um i mean really like we were saying any disney channel movie i yeah. can really get into that um but i guess movie mm, man super bad i really that was the first movie i a first R-rated movie I ever saw in theaters, and that's a movie that I just still laugh at every time I watch it. I don't think I've ever seen that either. Oh, it's hilarious! Huh. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, it's just yeah, it's just situational comedy. Maybe that's just what I'm what I'm into. I like situational stuff because that's the same with Trailer Park Boys. It just they get into silly situations, and I really like to laugh too. So I mean, I don't, yeah. I'm not watching. I like a lot to of laugh. Those. I watched a lot of comedies. Yeah, up, which is which. 
puts me at a disadvantage a lot of times with conversations with friends my age because they're always talking about you know heat or you know all these great action movies and stuff I like action and I, movies. yeah you know i didn't watch a lot of them because i was watching airplane or i was watching yeah ghostbusters or you well, those know are good weird science if you're john hughes fan any of the john hughes films all that sort of stuff that's what i was always watching yeah so. Uh, I didn't watch a lot of the action movies until much later. Yeah, I hear that. But, mm. I like action movies, though. They're pretty, they're good. <laughs> yeah. All right. So All right. let's move into this. looks like you've got this game Yes. for me to play. Slang we game is what you've called this. Game. Yes. And I'm slang supposed to game. guess the meaning of the slang terms of your generation. Yes. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. So... First on the list here, we've got spilling tea. My wife does that constantly. <laughs> Ice tea, fresh glass, knocks it right on the floor. That's not quite the same. <laughs> I, think I would beg to differ. So Spell, what, spilling tea is exactly <laughs> what she does. This this is so metaphorical uh, tea. Okay, so is it like what we would call spilling the beans? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, tea is in more like gossip and just hot news you know mm -hmm. that type of stuff so yeah just, spilling the beans would be more of letting us see letting the cat out of the bag secret yeah. letting out a secret or something which is i mean the kind of this too i mean tea would be considered like a secret it kind of goes back to that kermit the frog meme where he's sipping the tea and just minding his own business hilarious stuff. yeah yeah oh yeah i like so the kermit the frog memes. i just i like memes in general <laughs> i do too gosh so funny man okay so another one is um beat Beat. Beat as in like. He's on the beat. Like, no. Oh. Like, her face is beat. Worn out. No. Done. Tired. I am beat. Done is a little closer. <laughs> beat as in like her face, like beat up, like with makeup and stuff. Like, she just. Uh, yeah. Beat? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would have never thought of that. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> yep, that's what it's called. Just beat, beat up, makeup. Yep, that type of stuff. You don't just say, oh, her makeup looks nice. It's beautiful. Now you beat. No. Oh, got it. <laughs> No. Yeah, I would have never, uh, never guessed that. Mm -hmm. Beat. <laughs> Another I one. beat. I just figure you're watching one of those Lifetime Channel movies or something. Oh my you god! Know, <laughs> movies for women, but they're always getting beat. You know oh what I'm saying? Oh my gosh, those you know, are they're, terrible. They're horrible. Man, horrible. But Who I mean, they always, you know, get them in the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Another one is um, sus. What's what do you think? Well, sus? a sus is a suspended note in music. In well, theory. this isn't this isn't music. This is life. Oh, sus. sus. Can you suspend life? I don't know. Nope. It means suspect. Suspicious. Yes, suspect. Ah, yes. Boom, suspect. Like, man, he's looking real sus over there. See, that's a common thing I find among the youth these days. They don't like to say whole words. We. They just like, that's hey, suspect. Suspect. <laughs> Is that what you're Suspect. Su he's suspicious. suspicious. He's sus. Yeah, sus. Yeah, so suspicious. Got it. Mm -hmm. Got it. Um, what about OTP? OTP yeah. on the parole. No. Patrol. Mm -mm. OPP. <laughs> I know what that is. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> OTP. Other people's problem. No, that's not no. right either. I don't know. One true pairing. It kind of goes into. Like, kind of like peanut butter and jelly. Yes. They just go together. Yes, exactly. They should be together. But it, yes, they should be together. So that goes into this next thing with it. I mean, it's not just couples that you would see in movies and books and stuff. It's who you think should be a couple. So even if they're not traditionally a couple in the show, like Romeo and Juliet are traditionally a couple, it's Romeo with someone else. 
that Got you it. feel would be better than them. Yeah, that so, didn't yeah. end well for them. So I'm not it saying didn't. that was a great couple. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't great. I mean, I mean, they were like 16, so maybe that was their issue. <laughs> Got it. So Got why it. don't you uh, tell me some so, of yours? Because you okay, got some yeah. for me. So the problem is I feel like I'm at a big disadvantage in this because mm-hmm. everything we said, you know, 70s and 80s, uh, you're going to know because those were such great years, <laughs> such a great generation. <laughs> Think about it. They literally make movies today in remembrance like of those. that 70s show. I love that yes, show. That, I mean, oh, come on. Because so <laughs> it was so, so awesome. So, I mean, you have an unfair advantage because you get to see you. Obviously, you've heard Totally Tubular before, and that's rad. Mm, you know, I, those I types say of rad. Things. See, exactly. <laughs> it's still popular. I don't say so, tubular. <laughs> what I've done is I have come up with my own little game for you. So I have got some clips from, these are catchphrases that mm-hmm. anybody in my era should know uh, if they watch TV at all. And this, not even cable TV, because I didn't have it. I had the three channels and I had to switch. <laughs> right. Uh, well, I did have UHF, but then you had to get over there and hold the, the everything funny, the uh, antenna. But mm-hmm. So these are clips that people from my era should know. So I want you... To see if you can guess who said them and what television show they are from. Okay. All right. All right. So right. here is number one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is from Happy Days. Happy Days. Have you heard of Happy Days? Yes, it's a good show. Hey. Hey. <laughs> yeah, that's Fonzie. Yes. Um, so that is uh, Big Al. Big Al DeVecchio. Mm. He owned uh, Al's Diner, which is oh, where okay. they all yeah, hung yeah. out. And so he would have conversation. You know, he's sure he was. He was just. He wasn't as big a role as Fonzie or Potsy right. or it's Richie or them. Character. But uh, I mean, he would always tell a story. And he'd always end with that. He, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good old Big Al. Um. All right. Well, let's try this one. Kiss my grit. <laughs> I love that. That's so. Great. I say that a lot. Anyway. Kiss my grit. That's so good. No, I don't know. Yeah, that is uh. Flo uh, from Al- it was a show called Alice, and it was uh, mm. about waitresses at this place called Mel's Diner. Um, actually, it was such a popular show, they made a spinoff just based on her character, <laughs> just called uh, Flo. And it was uh, it was short-lived. I think it only lasted a season, but mm. it was still... And still, as a popular... And you would hear everybody say, well, kiss my grits. Kiss my grits. You know, anytime something like that came up. So, And then it is a uh, uh, boy in the in the 80s, my my young teenage years. Uh, this was always one of my favorite shows. I love it when a plan comes together. I don't know that one either. So they actually made a movie recently on, based on this television show from back then. I love it when a plan comes together. That is Hannibal, which John Hannibal um, Smith was his name, and he was on the A-Team. Ah. He was the leader of the mm-hmm. A-Team. Which was, uh, he was played by George Papard. I want to say, I didn't see the movie, but I want to say they chose Liam Neeson for his part mm. in the movie, which makes sense because Liam's kind of a badass too. All right. <laughs> and so, uh, and I'm sure he says. I love it when a plan comes together. Mm-hmm. I love it when a plan comes together. <laughs> I have to assume he did. I mean, I can't imagine them making the movie without that. But you know who else came from the A-Team? You've seen, you've heard of the A-Team, right? Yes, I've heard of them. I what? never, I never watched the show. I never saw the movie, but I mean, I know what the deal is with that show right so it's a band of basically uh mercenaries right right yeah uh anyway so somebody else that came out of that show became a household name or propelled him to a household name was uh mr t yeah i pity the fool ah. 
Yeah, good old Mr. T. So and I've heard that one before. Yeah, but strangely enough, that and that's what he's known for is saying "I pity the fool." It's one of his big catchphrases. But that actually was never. He never said that in the actual TV series, The A Team. It's everybody assumed. Actually, you know what? I was doing some research, and there's a lot of sayings that people would think came from a specific thing. Really? That actually were never in the movie. Huh. Like "Play it again, Sam" was never in Casablanca. Hmm. Never actually said that line. But uh, this actually came from a Rocky movie, Rocky Three, when he's talking mm. about fighting Rocky. So, huh? Yeah. So if you didn't know that, I pity the fool. Anyway, <laughs> so how about this one? You'll know this one. Nanu, nanu. That one is from Morgan Mindy. Yeah, Morgan Mindy. And which I never saw that show either. Played by Robin Williams. Robin Williams, the great uh, late great all Robin I just, Williams. All I can do is picture those suspenders that he was wearing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he played a uh, extraterrestrial sent to Earth mm-hmm. from the planet Orc, Orc. to uh, study uh, human behavior, I guess. Interesting. Pretty interesting. It was a good show. Mm-hmm. How about this one? Dynamite. 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 I don't know. And I'm not doing very good at this, am I? Well, see, finally. Well, finally. I didn't do very good at your acronyms either. Well, you're all right. <laughs> so that was said by James J.J. Evans, who played uh, Jimmy Walker on Good Times. Hmm. Yeah, that actually ran, I want to say, 1974 to 79. And uh, the show actually started to be kind of like a uh, a comedy, not even more, uh, a comedy that deals with more, you know, uh, controversial, heavy themes. themes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, kind of like All in the Family and some of that. But when they introduced his character and he started using the dynamite, because he referred to himself as kid. Dynamite. Uh, it became such a popular uh, catchphrase and character that they actually decided to go more in the comedic, mm, uh, lighter yeah. humor sense based on that. So, Which they probably, you know, because it ran for a while, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's a really successful show, so they, they made a good choice. Yeah, 74 to 79, five years. Mm. Uh, here's one. Matter of fact, I mentioned this one earlier. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Fantasy Island? Yes, Fantasy ah. Island. That would be Tattoo, which was Mr. Rourke's sidekick or assistant okay. on uh, Fantasy Island. He's actually playing, playing, uh, playing saying Z-Plane <laughs> because ah, he's Z-plane, French. Z-Plane. He's French. Mm-hmm. Strangely enough, he's actually uh, known previous to this from a role in James Bond film, The Man with the Golden Gun. He played an oh. evil villain, Nick Knack, oh. I want to say his name. Was, I think it was his name. So anyway. I didn't know that. A little bit of tidbit for you. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. How about this one? You talking about Willis? <laughs> That's, um, is it Gary Coleman? Gary, Gary Coleman. Gary Coleman. Yeah. Yeah, that was from what show? Good Times? No. We already had Good Times. This was from Different Strokes. Different Strokes. Dang it. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, this was a show about a rich, um, I don't know, widowed uh, guy who's, uh, who would, ends up adopting these two, these two African-American kids whose mom used to work for him. Oh, okay. So it, has, it was a feel-good show, but strangely enough, that's one that did turn, towards the end of that series, it definitely took a turn towards more serious and heavy uh, situations. I remember specific... Um, Episodes about drugs and oh, things wow, like yeah. that. Yes, yeah, so they got into some. Well, of I'm sure as the kids grew older, they they try to tackle some different, right different. So it was pretty interesting. Issues. Uh, so and here's another one that this this is barely in my time. Maybe I remember it from reruns or just because she reprised this role. Mm. But uh, I've always enjoyed this one. One ringy dingy. 
two ringy dingies. A gracious good afternoon. H have I reached the party to whom I am speaking? Any ideas? No clue. <laughs> All. That is Lily Tomlin. She is, she's an icon in in, mm -hmm. in comedy, uh, and that was a role that she I guess created on Rowan and Martin's Laugh In, okay. which was from '69 to '73. Yeah, I've seen and, little bits on of Laugh In. It's yeah. like on YouTube. Yeah, she played her character was Ernestine or Ernestine. <laughs> the she was this crazy, uh, you know, brash, angry telephone operator. It was it was she. It was always a good skit. Mm. Um. And then one last one, which I would expect you to know just based on I know your family. Okay. And this should have been a hit around around you. So. Well, excuse me. Steve Martin. Steve Martin, <laughs> right? The great Steve Martin, who had uh, not only a great comedy career that was from uh, Let's Get Small, which I think was his first album. Oh, I guess I never listened to the albums too much. Just bits and from SNL. Right. Well, and he was the, I guess next to Alec Baldwin, he was the most, he hosted the most oh, or was yeah. the guest the most on any of the SNL shows. Um, but yeah, he, uh, that, that, that little catchphrase was just took off. It was huge for him. Mm. He had a lot of catchphrases, but that one was uh, really big. Saturday Night Live had the, uh, the, the catchphrase from him and Dan Aykroyd. Well, it was too uh. wild and crazy, guys. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, so they had a lot of stuff. Man, those outfits were great, too. Weren't that they, though? <laughs> Love it. Love it. So, yeah. okay. So, you did, uh, you knew a few of them. Uh, yeah, I got, I mean, I did okay. So, that mm. means your parents did a pretty good job. Uh, <laughs> Carlos, Jeanette, if you're out there, not bad. Congratulations. Not bad. Oh. Well, oh, we don't at, have we're any. We're looking at cameras, we're that, at cameras aren't there. that aren't working. We're looking at empty tripods. <laughs> but uh, when you get a chance, maybe you should uh, let her listen to some Lily Tomlin. Okay. So. Uh, what's next? What else is that? Uh... I guess that's it. So what? Yeah. So then, what do we got coming up? This is the end of the debut podcast for that's okay. What What do we have coming up? Maybe in the next couple episodes. Well, our next episode, we're gonna be talking about just some music and movies, like stuff that we grew up on and made an impact in your life, and just uh, you know. Some stuff like that, and a little game we're gonna play, like guess that song maybe, and oh. guess the movie. For example, a game for guess the movie, just bad descriptions, just giving some bad descriptions <laughs> from movies and trying to figure out which one it is. So that's uh, that's the next episode we got much coming any up. Any description of mine. Any description? <laughs> yeah, because I'm really just bad at it in general. <laughs> yeah, just in general, hard to remember. Yeah, absolutely. I don't really remember movies a lot, so I mean, there's specific well, it, ones I remember. It doesn't but. necessarily have to be older movies. It's gonna be, you know. Just movies in general that you're going to try and Good. guess from. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that sounds like fun. So, hey, sure. listen, if you're listening to this and you have some ideas that you think you would like to hear, maybe the generational uh, perspective on, uh, throw down some comments, uh, I know, or send us a message. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. You can mm -hmm. find us on Instagram at, at That's Okay mm -hmm, that's Podcast. Right. Um, we also have a website that will be up soon if it's not already, but it's uh, That's Okay Podcast.com. Um, sure, well, sure. you'll be able to find all our podcasts. Also, we're going to distribute them through, of course, the regulars, the iTunes, Spotify, Google, uh, all that as well. So listen, thanks for joining us. We're so glad you, uh, if you made it through this, thanks for being a trooper. 
<laughs> if you've made it this far, because I know this this podcast for you has probably only gone. Well, I don't even know. Maybe maybe an hour, maybe thirty minutes. I don't know. It depends on how I edit it. For us, it's been about. <laughs> Eight hours. So, <laughs> so if you made it this far, eight hours. You mean like eight months? Months. That's that's impressive. We're working on it. We're working on it. But yeah, thanks again for listening, and make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And until next time. Yeah, absolutely. Till next time. See ya. Bye.